Welcome to Paddling Adventures Radio. I'm Sean Rowley, and with me is Derek Specht. Hello. Derek, busy week. It has been a busy week. It's nice, though, to actually just be home for a week. Yeah. The last couple months just been canoe trips and canoe trips and driving trips. And but you've been actually quite busy this week. Yeah. Figuring out the... Uh, internet. The iTunes issues. Somebody broke the internet. <laughs> Somebody broke the worldwide weeb. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for anybody that's listening that tends to listen to us on iTunes, if you are subscribed to iTunes, apparently you still are able to download them using the, the feed. However, iTunes has now taken us off their list saying um, that we've changed things and uh, our our uh, feed is no longer validated and all this stuff, yet we haven't changed a thing. Yeah. Um, so they have a little validation thing that you put your, your podcast feed into and then you go, uh, no, we can't download them and yeah. you got problems and it was check it all out. Yeah. They so, changed their requirements. Yeah. We, we've been having issues for a while now and I thought that we had them fixed, but apparently not. And, and we, then you, and you had to figure it out on your own because they were less than useful. Oh, <sighs> useless saying they were useless would be an insult to useless people. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know what? We sent them an email. The one guy said, you know, Hey, it uh, sounds like it's our, our, something on our side has changed and everything. Um, bumped it up to his manager, I guess. Well, his manager, I guess is a finger pointer. Nope. Not us. It's your <laughs> fault. Something you did. There you you changed something. There's customer service for you. Uh, I haven't changed a thing. But they have you over a barrel. Because yeah. you want to be on there. It's not like they're begging you to be on there. Well, so. and after we got all these people are following us on iTunes and that's yeah. where they're listening to us and downloading yeah, and all that. Like, show. You know, um, maybe they're just mad that we're not charging a ton of money for it. Yeah, for our shows. We're offering <laughs> them for free. So yeah. free, get your free podcast from Paddling Adventures yeah, Radio. Exactly. We're not going to charge you, you know. So um, I did a bunch of research and followed links and links and links and links and Made a couple little changes, and I probably I've I've spent man hours and hours yeah. and hours trying to figure this out. Uh, it came down to they added an S in their behind their HTTP. Mm-hmm. It used to be just HTTP. Well, now you have to put an S in yeah. there, so HTTPS, which we never had since day yeah. one. Now all of a sudden it's required. Would have been nice to know that. What's the difference? Well, it has to do with the SSL or S, yeah, SSL's certification oh, license, okay. uh, security thingamabobbers, mm-hmm. security the hoo ha yeah. thingamajiggy boobobbers, <laughs> whatchamacallums. <laughs> <laughs> and that is that is my explanation of the interweb that's for the you. Technical description. Yeah, that's a technical description for you. And uh, the other thing, um, so I put it in this one validator, and it says hey, there's 188 occurrences of no length. And I'm like, what? So I just using my brain, I think, okay, everything's been this dumb so far. I bet you they're talking about not length, but size of the file. So I went into one of our, our episodes and I, I actually added in the size of the MP3 file for that episode. Yeah. And then I hit validate again, and it no longer said there was 188 errors. There was only 187. <laughs> so I had to go into every single solitary episode, one by one by one, and add. Now, 
I do have the name Dossier for a reason. (laughs) I actually have a spreadsheet with all that information already on it. So it was just a matter of open, type it in, update, (laughs) open, type it in. But it still took me a couple of hours to do that, right? And then, uh, yeah, I hit validate and they go, hey, that's the perfect uh, feed. Your podcast has been resubmitted to iTunes and hopefully upon review, you will become a member of iTunes like we haven't been for the last yeah. three years. But this sucks because then all the um, data we've had over the last couple so of years all being the on metadata iTunes. metadata for traffic and, and yep. bandwidth use and, you know, how many people have been listening and all the, the, the likes comments and, the and comments everything and, are all gone. Yeah. It's, it's like, like we're brand new. Yeah. Exciting and new. <laughs> Come aboard. We're Please expecting you. <laughs> it's, not, it's not the love boat. No, no. <laughs> there is no love boat going on here today. Yeah. We're drinking beer. We're manly men. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, uh, hopefully we've got that uh, all figured out now. And now we're just waiting. And the other thing is uh, we are also up to be on iHeartRadio yes. podcasts, which is that's awesome. cool. Yeah. So hopefully we're under review for that one mm-hmm. as well. We're just expanding. Yes. <laughs> and not just in the waistline. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what else? Speaking of waistline. Tracy's birthday the other day. And you had a big feed. I had a big feed for the whole family <laughs> yeah. came on over. And let's see, we had ribs, we had pulled pork, we had cornbread, we had beans, we had beef. We, oh, man. So you were down south. Yeah, we were down Eating all miss- kinds of barbecue. Yeah. Now you're back. So when's the last time you ate a vegetable? Well, I thought I had one, but apparently... The chives that you put on top of a baked potato are not a because a baked potato apparently isn't considered a vegetable. It's a no. starch. <laughs> so I thought I was there and apparently I wasn't. Yeah. So the last time I had a vegetable, oh, can I get back to you on this? Is this a timed <laughs> question? I remember it was like yesterday, uh, three weeks ago. <laughs> I'm a meatitarian. But even my sister-in-law afterwards, she's going, how did you eat like this for 10 I know, days? I wondered about that. Well, beans are vegetables, technically. No, they're not. They're legume or something. Is What, what are they? A they're, bean. What is Brown it? beans. Yeah. But that's not a vegetable. Yes, it is. In my house, beans are vegetables. <laughs> so I had beans many times. <laughs> we had pickle juice in those beans. There was pickle juice. With, but pickles, that was a brine, though. Those are like a vegetable. But there was no actual pickle. It's the blood of a, of a pickle. Oh, pickle blood. <laughs> and pickle blood. <laughs> I don't know the last time I actually had a plate of like vegetables. It's been a while. It's been a, a, a little while. So, um, uh, yeah, so we did... Oh. Somebody turned the air conditioning on. What's up with that? Something's running. Yeah. Is that your hot water heater going? No, that's our our air conditioner. Because <laughs> it's just on the other side of the wall. Uh, yeah, if you can hear a noise, a little humming noise at a start, that is my air conditioning away. unit. It'll go, it'll, go, it'll go away. We're in the basement. It's nice and chilly down here. Yeah. Apparently everybody upstairs is apparently gotten it's hot, hot so up here. Ah, drink a beer <laughs> eat some ice cubes uh yeah so uh what else is going on um getting lots done around the house like a whole lot i'm starting to do uh that honey do list i'm starting to do my spring cleaning your spring cleaning from yes. last year <laughs> last year's spring cleaning yeah are you cleaning out that garage yet that's on the list what <laughs> <laughs> is, is it on the list because you need a place for a kayak 
<laughs> yes, that's one of the things. <laughs> no, I, the kayak's going to go in the storage unit. All righty. Yeah. When? I, I actually, I'm, I'm going to need the kayak. Really? Where are you going? Kayaking? Well, as I understand it, you've been invited to. But I think Baron? you turned it down. With uh, John Bablock. Oh. Backcountry Custom oh, Canoes. Up into, yeah, because he's Tomogamy. going up to Tomogamy. Mm-hmm. He's doing a... Uh, a fishing, a fly fishing, and, and trout fishing weekend. And, yeah, and uh, so yeah. Because I just get back from Tomogamy when he's leaving. Oh, that's that what, what yeah, is? that's why I turned it down. So it's the weekend after Thanksgiving. So Canadian I'm going. Thanksgiving. So you're going in my stead. Yes, that's no, awesome. not in your stead. He invited oh, me. Oh, too. so we could have gone together. We could have dodged that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he put the invite out to pretty much anybody who bought one of his canoes. Oh, okay. And I bought his kayak, so right. he invited me. Cool. And, uh, yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. So I'll, I'll honk and wave as I pass you yeah, coming back down the uh, 400 there. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> um, I got, yeah, there's, so that's that's my next big one. And I'm contemplating because mid-October up in Tomogamy, weather could be dicey. I'm going to take a peek at it before. That's one of the big things I'm going to be looking, looking yeah. at before I head up. And I'm contemplating whether to bring the Prospector or the Osprey on my trip yeah see i don't know what your models the models are i don't know what they're like well you see my awesome my 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 prospector yes that's my big canoe oh that's the yeah that's yeah. the new one yeah so that'll hold all my gear mm-hmm. and it's wider not as tippy that's you're doing a thing. loop right yeah 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 yeah, yeah. as far as i know i am uh <laughs> <laughs> uh but the the osprey the swift osprey is like a solo canoe the mm-hmm. seat in the middle that sort of thing narrow yeah. tippy Mm-hmm. Yeah, if the waves are coming. That's the one that, well, I took, did I not have my Osprey or did I take? Uh, your, is that your single man canoe? Yeah. Yeah, when we went with, uh, with Camper Christina. With Camper Christina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm contemplating yeah. that one, but mm-hmm. if the wind and waves are coming up on uh, Lady Evelyn. What canoe did I have on that trip? Did I, I didn't have a red mine. One? Did I have mine or did I use one of Christina's? No. Did you have a kayak? Remember, I used the uh, I used my dry sack. I filled it with water for uh, ballast weight in the nose. Yeah, it was your canoe, wasn't it? I think it? I had a. I think I had. Uh, I think I used uh, one of John's skin on frame. Didn't I? Well, no, she did. Oh man, that was so long ago. Yeah, that was so last year. <laughs> we're gonna have to google that now yeah we got great memories they're just short <laughs> so yeah weather's gonna take a big uh big play into that one whether i bring the the prospector the osprey is great because um it's narrow it's light it's it's the way it sits when i have my pack on it actually sits totally level and straight that i don't need to use my hands to hold it yeah i can do like a two kilometer portage hands-free Oh yeah, the the canoe just sits up there perfectly, wet because my my pack is wide enough that the yoke sits on my shoulder, mm-hmm. the pack wedges in between yeah. the 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 gunnels there and holds it perfectly. Yeah, so I can just walk with my arms down the side and not have to <laughs> not have to worry. It's it's really comfortable. It's lightweight, and uh, yeah, you just just boogie. But if the weather's going, the waves and the wind and the rain are going to be up, then I'll probably want my prospector. So. Yeah, we'll see what happens uh, when that time comes. And, yeah, fall camping also means extra gear. Uh, warm gear, wet weather gear, tarps, 
So that's the only other thing is you got to start bringing more gear. Yes. Uh, yes. But that's fine. It's uh, it's you're carrying more gear, but it's cooler, so you're not. It doesn't feel you're you're heavier weight, but you're not overheating now. It's cooler. No, and, and you know what? It's not even that it's heavier gear. It's just bulky gear. Yeah. Right? Because you're bringing sweaters. You're bringing, you're bringing a hoodie. You're bringing, um, yeah, like say a tarp. Because sometimes you don't go. If you're doing a loop, you're paddling all day, and then, you know, maybe you don't bring a tarp or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you're bringing that, and you're bringing maybe a, a fall sleeping bag or winter sleeping bag. However, speaking thereof, because I have my my fall winter sleeping bag that I use, I'm looking at. Oh, I had it earlier today, and I've forgotten it 17 times already. <laughs> the reactor they sell them at sale. The sleeping bag liner is supposed to add eight to ten degrees of. Oh, is it one of those silk liners, or is it one of those vapor barrier liners? It's or? not a vapor barrier one, and I don't think it's silk, but it's like that sort of. Yeah. But it, yeah, it adds like eight to ten degrees Celsius of. Yeah. Warm weather, so your your minus twenty bag will be like a minus thirty bag mm-hmm. sort of thing. I'm contemplating getting one of those for the. For the for the shoulder season trips, yeah. it's really small too, right? Oh yeah, yeah. It just it so is it sort of insulated or is it just a thin layer? No, it's like just a thin. It's like a fleece layer sort of just thing. Just a fleece layer. Yeah, yeah. I gotta check them out next time I'm there. I've just been doing some research on mm-hmm. them and haven't got too into it yet. But yeah. they're like seventy five bucks. That's well, not too bad. No, not at all. But the thing is, it doesn't have a zipper or anything by the looks of it. So you just it's like a giant it. body sock yeah. that then you just wiggle into your sleeping yeah. bag from there, right? Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. So, <laughs> wiggle, 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 wiggle. <laughs> so in the middle of the night, if you have to tinkle, yeah, it's easy enough to get that zipper undone. But then you got to remember you're in this bag. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trapped. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Don't ask. It wasn't good. So well, you could do what some people do. You just you can never mix them up. But you have a uh, pee Nalgene for it. Oh <laughs> yeah, I've I I Don't. heard about that and I just kiboshed that idea. Right off I the bat. I might accidentally drink out of that one yeah. day. <laughs> well, I won't be drinking out of it. It'll be like, I'm going to half pee in my sleep. And then, like, I'll be peeing in it. All right, I'm peeing in the bottle. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> I didn't put the lid on. <laughs> yeah, that is just not, that's just the recipe for so many, yeah. so many issues that I am not even going to go there. Just no. It's just no. <laughs> not happening. There will be yeah. no pee bottle. <laughs> Even in winter, I get the booties on and I just boogie straight outside and I boogie back, throw some wood on the fire and back into the sleeping bag. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else? What else is going on? Just doing stuff around the house. I'm just looking at my list here. Things are, oh, oh, get outside. Remember the TV uh, on 5TV, the series last year, Get Outside? Uh, Camper Christina was on it. Haley, oh, those Haley dude, there's two guys it. that yeah. are yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah Ben yeah. Stacy yeah. and I can never remember his buddy's name. Yeah. Well, apparently they are now filming season two. Nice. Yeah, it's Good on five, five five TV. Yeah. It's called Get Outside. So so you can see you, last year's. How do you get to see the old? I don't know if he's got them Does on. That one have five? Yeah, neither do I. They had the one night where they showed all of them. Yeah. Um. So I gotta think they're on YouTube or something now. But uh, no, they, I just I what just what are they called? Get outside. Uh, I just saw that they were starting to um, start filming for season two. So, 
hopefully those will come out and we'll be able to check those ones out too and it'll be all good. They got to be on YouTube or something. I just found a George Michael's song. <laughs> Get outside, George Michael. It's, it's called outside. Oh, okay. um, yeah, I don't see any. Uh, what is name one of the guy's names? Ben Stacy. He's from out this way. Get outside, episode one. Paddled on the river. Two men in a canoe. Yeah. Uh, is that it? Two men in a canoe. Yeah, episode six is backcountry camping. Which episode was Camp Christina? I think she was one of the first ones. Kayaking. So there was a paddle down the river with Ben Stacy and Tim Evans embark on a paddle down the Rouge River. Uh, Nope, that's not it. Two was paddling Duffins Creek. With um, Camper Christina? Camper Christina. Yeah. There it is. Yeah, episode episode two is Camper Christina. Yeah. So you'll have to check that out. Uh, They're all on YouTube. So YouTube, what'd you do? Get outside Ben Stacy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So get outside Ben Stacy. Or two men in a canoe. You or can two, oh, for that. two men in a canoe. Yeah. That's right. Two men in a canoe. Search for that on YouTube and you'll be able to check out their show. And uh, yeah, we'll wait to see what season two brings. Uh, we had a mention on Facebook about Whitewater Brewing Company. Oh, yes. yes they yes, won yes, a couple yes. of awards. Yeah. And uh, somebody said, oh, you got to come up and check them out. And we got to go over here and check them out. So we are actually contemplating Paddling Adventures Radio Tour. Yes. Hitting up, maybe over the winter. This is just brainstorming here. A slow speed pub crawl. A slow speed over many weeks. (laughs) (laughs) We are going to need drivers for this. (laughs) But we're thinking, you know, if we get together do like like the, the youtube's people do and stuff like that just meetups yeah, yeah you know we'll, we'll we'll chat yeah. about something we'll, yeah. we'll come up with a topic and we'll bring it out and we'll do a little little presentation thingy yeah. at different um venues yeah venue like breweries yeah people so come, come on out buy we'll us a beer buy us a beer we'll <laughs> talk about something and meet yeah. other people that are into paddling and stuff like yeah. that meet up and maybe we'll do one out london way one on the east side of or west side of toronto one yeah. in north toronto one Downtown Toronto, yeah. one West Toronto, maybe Kingston, Ottawa. Mm-hmm. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven of them. Seven yeah. or eight, maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Over the course of the winter. Yeah, that'd be Do cool. Do a little, little thing. Yeah. We'll have to arrange uh, something. I know out, we go out uh, Kitchener, Waterloo, London Way. We can get... Uh, That's not something you do during the week, though. No, we do that That'd one on a weekend. weekend. Yeah. I do it during the week. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I go to Ottawa for lunch. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. I have to work. Uh, so do I. It's a anyway. school night. It's, oh, it's a school night, yeah. <laughs> no, stuff like that. I mean, the far away ones we definitely do like on a Saturday or yes. something. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, when it's around Toronto, yeah. downtown, the go to Mill Street or something. Yeah. Steam Whistle. That'd be cool. Get a bunch yeah. of people down that way. Harbor Front's down that way, mm-hmm. right? And uh, yeah, just come out and meet the guys from yes. Paddling Adventures Radio, and, have a couple of beers and- yeah. That'd be cool. You'd yeah. have to be like a Tuesday night. That way it's quiet. You tend it to find- It's a Tuesday. <laughs> It'd have to be a quiet night so that you could, people could hear us. And Tuesdays, we always seem to do stuff on Tuesdays. Well, it's it's a dead night of the week, yeah. right? Well, that's when we always have our, we, we host the Paddling Film yeah. Fest yeah. on Tuesdays. Oh, Paddling Film Festival for next year. We were worried because the venue we use all of a sudden said California Sandwiches. Why, why, why? Yeah. What are you talking about? Because it was drums and flats. They changed? It's California sandwiches now. But apparently, 
the front half is California sandwiches of the top. So the but basement the is the basement still... is still drums and flats. So ah, we're good. Because cool. I'm thinking, oh great, now what are we gonna do for a venue? Like this yeah. was perfect. Yeah. So we're good. We're good. We're good. Mm-hmm. We're good. Uh but yeah, so maybe we'll hook up something to do a paddling adventures radio tour this winter and come out, hit a couple breweries awesome. and meet up with uh, people that listen to the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than that, um, ah, that's all I got. I got nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, I was told not to drink all the cinnamon whiskey from Texas, uh, from Tennessee. By who? Tracy. Oh. <laughs> she saw half a bottle. Uh, you're not drinking at all, are you? Well, that was the intent. Uh, <laughs> no, Derek's drinking it. <laughs> Derek was drinking it all. Ah, yeah, I just blamed you, buddy. Same with the, uh. Apple pie moonshine. It's down to half a. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Derek's been drinking that one too. <laughs> blame me. Uh, yeah, I had like half an ounce of each. Derek wasn't here, so I just blamed him. And it was the uh, the cat did it. <laughs> Cat's up here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it is the shoulder season, as we discussed. Yes. Uh, winter camping is coming up. We're at the point right now where people are still doing their paddling. You know, on weekends, doing they're not doing the big trips yeah, as much. Yeah, everybody's sneaking in their last few trips. You, yeah, you still have a big one to come. Yeah, it's uh, it's where it's time of year where you start to you start to kind of timidly enter the idea of oh, I got to start planning for uh, snow and mm-hmm. I'm gonna, we're going to get some ice. The hard water season's approaching. How can I get a few more paddles in? Am I going to have to bring an axe so I can get out of my campsite in the morning? And because I got to chop the lake open. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. And there, I mean, farther this way, you know, like farther south, you know, um, well, farther north, I guess people are starting to put their canoes and paddle boards. And yeah. Kayaks away. Down here, they're still out. I mean, you still see them down and around. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. you know, when the weather starts getting cold and rainy and people are putting their wetsuits and dry suits now and mm-hmm. all that sort of thing on. And, you know, we're getting there. We're not there yet. Yeah. I mean, it's only, yeah. what, like the third or fourth day of, of autumn here. Yeah. Um, but it's coming. So now's the time, while Winter it's still coming. fairly decent warm weather, yeah. uh, to start getting ready for the snow and the freezing yes. weather. So if you are into winter camping, now is the time that you need to be getting on all yeah. your gear. This is the perfect time to start checking out your gear. You know, stuff that has been packed in your garage mm-hmm. all winter or all summer, right? So, you know, I mean, this is stuff you can do in the evenings after yeah. work so that you can still go paddling on the weekends, yeah. right? So you pull out your winter tent if you're got mm-hmm. the, if you're into the canvas tent and all I'm that sort of shop stuff. for tents. Are you really? Yes. There's been a couple on Marketplace and Kijiji I've and stuff. I've seen a few, but I'm waiting for the right thing to tickle my fancy, I guess. it's. I have a 10-man Bell Army tent. But it's like... It's a monster. It is only a car camping tent. You yeah. can't take that backcountry. No. And I regret getting such a big tent, but I'm not going to go out and buy the five-man just so I could have two. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the thing with yours is it's great size. Oh, it's fantastic. For, for car camping. Yeah. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah. But it's dark. It, yeah. And so I, I resolved that. I, I uh, last time I used it, I just lifted the skirts around the outside. So it's just the white wall in the outside and the, the green wall has been lifted up and thrown over top. Oh, okay. And it lightens everything up inside, but you've still got the roof that's black, right? Yeah. And, uh, the, the, it, and that's why I don't really like to use it. It's, uh, you could sleep in and it was, it was so dark. Oh, what time is it? 
Noon? Noon. It's noon. <laughs> Where'd everybody go? Why is it so dark? Yeah, that, that's the only thing I don't like about it is that it is so dark in there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you can you can pick them up. Yeah. They're, they're starting to come mm-hmm. out now in the market because everybody wants to upgrade. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, grab your tent out of your garage or out of your basement, whatever. Now's the time to give it a quick setup while it's still, because that way if it's still dry and warm, you set yeah. it up, you check it over, you pack it's, it back up, uh, still dry. Yeah. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Uh, check it for mold. Check it for leaks that are left over because your sparks flew up. And exactly. Right? Maybe you need some. The last thing you want to do is like, you know, you're you're going camping and you realize as you're packing it in the car, it's like, ah, oh, I never pa- I fixed that rip or I never fixed that burn hole. Oh, I forgot to to uh, preserve my uh, wood stove and now it's all rusted and yep. you know, oh, that you know the stove vent is uh, is bent. I need I was supposed to get a new one. So it's right now it's to open things up, take a look at it, make sure everything's good, make sure mice haven't got into your storage unit and have been living. That's in That's the tent. big thing is you. Yeah. Oh, I didn't set it up, but it should be good from last year, and then yeah. you open up and there's where'd that big massive hole come from <laughs> oh there's mice why is it filled with bird seed yeah <laughs> yeah so check get your tent out set it up now while it's still warm and dry out give it a good once over fix what needs fixing pack it up and, and it's ready to go yeah stove as you say if 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 you did do the oiling mm-hmm before and it's funny because like half the people i know yeah i gotta oil that before i put away for the fall why is it so rusted? Because I didn't oil it before I put it away <laughs> in the spring. Yeah. Uh, give it a clean. If you did oil it, you know, and uh, put some sort of coating on it, make sure you do a burn. Yes. First, before you put it in your tent so that you mm-hmm. burn off all that oil and, and stuff. Yeah. And it's not, you're not breathing that in. Clean the inside of your stove pipe. I've preserved my stove pipe from last year because I want to do a little YouTube video to show you what happens if you're not burning properly. Oh yeah. I burned some really crap wood my last trip of the year. Okay. And it's all coated on the inside. So you get that almost like a black hoar that frost. Creo soaked stuff yeah. is all in there. Yeah. yeah. I ended up and it fell off unfortunately, but there was like a good what's that? About a quarter of an inch. He's he's holding his fingers apart, everybody. That's I'm sure nobody can see that right now. Yeah. <laughs> so for all for all our viewers at home, <laughs> my fingers are about a quarter of an inch apart. Uh there was a plug around on the um spark arrester. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, it was yeah, snowing, yeah. right? Yeah. So I put the spark arrestor on. Yeah. And yeah, there was a like a quarter inch plug yeah. uh, from the weekend. Mm-hmm. And it was just like all of a sudden in the morning, like, why is the smoke not going <laughs> why up? Why is this not working? And then, uh, yeah, I, I popped the smoke arrestor off. All the smoke went straight up. And, uh, yeah. and as it hit the ground, this puck popped off. Oh, wow. And it was, yeah. It, it, so, yeah. I, anyway, I want to put together a little YouTube video to show you. Yeah. The hazards thereof. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, clean, clean the inside of your stove pipe, clean your 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 stove, everything, and just make sure it's all ready yeah. to go. Uh, make sure your lines, your guy wires are all good. Make sure you've got enough spikes to hammer that baby yeah. into the ground. Everything. And anybody who has a new stove or anybody who's replaced their uh, stove pipe. You got to burn that sucker off before you use it the first time because that stuff is toxic. So you don't want to burn that off in the tent. You want to put your, set your stove up outside in your backyard and burn that, uh, yeah, just have a little the galvanized stuff off. Yeah. Yeah. When they, when they produce it in the factory, it uh, has that galvanized oil yeah. stuff on it. You got to burn that right off. It stinks. Off. It'll burn your eyes out. Yeah. Uh, snowshoes. 
check your bindings, check yeah. for the shoes for cracks. How they dry um, out. Are they dried out? Yeah, yeah. tears because, you know, some of them have the, the plastic stuff or the yeah. leather stuff. Make sure there's no tears and all that. Make sure you're – because there's nothing like blowing a snowshoe when you're in the backcountry. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Been there, done that. Uh, sleds, if you're using your sled, check your ropes, check your tie-down straps, all that sort of stuff that you lash everything to. Make sure it's all in good order. Maybe give it a clean, give it a wax, help it uh, slide around. That helps out. Important part, sleep system. Yes. Sleeping bags, pads, everything, liners, everything. Yeah. Make sure they're in good condition. Make sure they're not worn. Make sure there's no holes. And if you've had them stored, it's a good time to unpack them and fluff them up. Yeah. And uh, because any sleep bag is not really supposed to be stored crammed packed. It's supposed to be fluffed and hung on a rod or a hanger mm-hmm. or something so it stays puffy. You know, it depends if you have down or if it's synthetic, whatever, right? Yeah, make sure it's all done because you don't want to be out there sleeping in the winter and yeah. freezing hey, your bahookies off. On this. Yeah, yeah. Clothing, make sure it all still fits and in decent condition. Yeah, including all the underlayers and mid layers and exactly. top layers. Some of the clothing shrinks over the summer. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially if you go to Mississippi, you need a lot of meat. <laughs> it tends to shrink in the midsection. Yeah. All my shirts are tight in the midsection. <laughs> Why don't what my are... lawn johns fit anymore? What's going on? Did you shrink them, honey? <laughs> Who messed up the laundry? Exactly. <laughs> Why don't my socks fit? Do my ankles look fat? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, check your clothes, make sure it all fits and any holes, any wear, tear yeah. and stuff like that. And general camp gear, things like water bottle warmers, winter camp stoves, like if you if you bring the little small one. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, like your little one burners, things like that. And uh, make sure all that stuff is still in good condition. Because I know I've got some things that I use for winter camping. And then I got stuff I use for car camping. And then I got stuff I use for my canoe trips, that sort of stuff. Yeah. So. There's, there's certain things in my camp, my winter camping gear, you know, that doesn't go anywhere else. Mm-hmm. So it hasn't been yeah. used since last yeah. year. Make sure that stuff's all, all in working order and, and, uh, not worn out. And like, and like I say, the Nalgene bottle warmers that we made, make sure they're, you know, still together. Exactly. Cause you know, yeah. we made them. <laughs> it's not like they were actually made at a real company. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And you know what? You check all that out. Like I say, you do it now when it's still dry out, it's still warm yeah. and all fairly dry out unless... It you is know, a good time to do it. It's a good time to do it now because you don't want to be doing it once the snow yeah. starts and you're trying to set stuff up in your backyard, especially if you have a dog. Because <laughs> then you don't know where you're setting that baby up. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> next week might be good because there's uh, supposed to be a heat wave coming for southern Ontario. Oh, yeah? Some of, the, some of the warmest temperatures of the year. Mm. So, yeah, set up your winter gear in the uh, in the high heat and it'll stay dry. There you go. Pack it up <laughs> and it's all good to go because it won't be long, man, until you're out there using it. Yeah. People start throwing it out at the end of October. Yes. You know, yeah. putting it up. I know uh, Halloween at uh, Mew Lake up in Algonquin. Oh, that's coming. Yeah. yeah. The mm-hmm. first year I went, I took my, um, oh, my marmot, limelight. Mm-hmm. The next year I took my canvas tent because I had eh, perfect time to check it out for the season. Yeah. That was last year. And... We went up Saturday for a one-nighter, and Saturday night, three inches of snow. (laughs) So, well, good thing I checked it out. (laughs) Yeah. That was Tracy's first uh, winter camping. Perfect. Because she came up as well, right? And yeah, that was, ooh, we got snow. Yeah. (laughs) Welcome to winter camping. (laughs) Awesome. 
Um, yeah. So get your camping winter camping gear all in order. Uh, it's not to say you got to put all your summer camping stuff away yet, but like I say, there's sort of the the gradual feed into it. Yeah. Uh, let's take a quick break here. When we come back, we got uh, we're going to talk gear weight and actually something that Tracy found mm-hmm. on the internet. She says, "Hey, did you uh, hear about this?" And I'm just like, "Ooh, hello." Yeah. So we'll check that when we come right back. Hi, this is Dark Sprest. You're listening to Paddling Adventures Radio. If you like what you've been hearing, you can find out more by checking us out at paddlingadventuresradio.com, as well as on Facebook, Instagram, and on Twitter. You can find all of our episodes on iTunes, Google Play, and the episode page for our website, where all our podcasts are available for download or streaming. We love to hear from our listeners, so if you have a suggestion for the show or want to let us know how we're doing, please drop us a line. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. This portion of the show is brought to you by Algonquin Outfitters. Algonquin Outfitters, providing quality Algonquin Park backcountry adventures for the entire family since 1961. Whether you want to get on the water for a day or a week, the friendly staff at Algonquin Outfitters can help you out. Find them online at algonquinoutfitters.com or visit one of their 12 locations. Algonquin Outfitters, your outdoor adventure store, with locations in Algonquin Park, Muskoka, and Halliburton. Welcome back. Uh, let's see, what do we got? Oh, uh, so Tracy was talking to me a while back. Mm-hmm. A while back. And said, hey, have you seen this? And I'm like, uh, send me send me the info. And she sent me this link and I followed it. I'm like, ooh, this could be cool. This could be cool. So you go to the, the, the they say, they start out by saying, you go to the gym and you're sweating and in the middle of summer and it doesn't matter how much deodorant you put on, people are stinky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pictured that doing that, middle of summer, really hot, and you're on a portage trip. Okay. And you're sweating and you're stinky. Okay. This could all be a thing of the past. (laughs) See, I know the topic and I was wondering, I know what you're talking about. I'm wondering, where are you going with this? (laughs) This could be all a thing of the past if a breakthrough by biological engineers pans out. Researchers have invented a fabric that releases its own citrus fragrance to ward off unfavorable smells. But isn't it also for bugs? But wait. (laughs) You're just Mr. Jump Ahead, aren't you? Well, no, I thought that... We just call you the frog or the grasshopper or something. I should read ahead because I I, I thought this was just about bugs. I didn't know it was about smelling pretty. Smelling pretty. Is it important for you to smell pretty in the backcountry? Maybe. (laughs) I think the smelling pretty part is the, the actual point of this. It's the citronella shirt. Yeah. Right? So they basically it's put on so that if you start sweating mm-hmm. on a regular day, you're going through work or whatever, you're in the in town, or you're shopping or doing whatever, hanging out with friends at a barbecue, when you start sweating, the shirt reacts to your sweat and releases. It's a it's a modified car, uh, cotton fabric, and it's made to emit a fresh lemon citronella aroma upon contact with your sweat. Now, 
So it's reactive. Right. So we've had shirts that react to temperature, to light, to those water. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I had the uh, hyper something shirt mm-hmm. back in the day when they first came out. God, that would have been the 90s. Changed color when you. Yeah. yeah. Whenever you got it wet, it changed color. Wherever you sweat, it got yeah. wet. Whenever you got hot, it changed change color. color. Yeah. Yeah. That sort of thing. It's a right? mood ring shirt. Yeah. That's all exactly, <laughs> exactly it was. Uh, so this is basically the same sort of thing, except it releases a smell. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's it's the first time they, they've been able to uh, make an aromatic cloth that has um, response to sweat. But it's going to be cotton. It's going to be cotton. That's unfortunate. For winter. Yeah. And yeah, fall yeah. and spring, right? That'd be good. But it gives you a lemongrass-derived scent, which is also used in insect repellent. There you go. So they figured, <laughs> what did it say? Scientists figured out they can take a odorant binding protein that binds with citronellol. Citronellol? Yeah, it's the base. Yeah. And other scent molecules to which they attached a carbohydrate binding molecule that binds to content. Cotton. Cotton. <laughs> They use a lot of big words here. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so they did that. (laughs) They exposed the modified cotton fabric to an acidic sweat solution in one of their tests and found that a simulated simulated version of perspiration, the low pH caused the odorant binding protein and liposomes to release citronellol. Of course, huh. more research is needed, but just thinking of it, when you're, you're sitting around campsite yeah. on a nice hot day and the mosquitoes are all over the place and you start sweating a little bit, you don't, you won't need debris putting on the bug spray. Yeah. You'll be wearing it. Well, it would be interesting to see how powerful the smell is because I think that over time that could, well, for me, I have a sensitive nose, right? So yeah. I, if it's too strong citronella, I don't like citronella candles because they, I find they stink. It's just too strong. Yeah. So it would be interesting to see what they end up with. And how long it lasts. Yes. Yes. Like, and when you wash it. Mm-hmm. Right, because yeah. you're not going to just, oh, not, can't wash that shirt. <laughs> I can That's never wash shirt. this shirt. <laughs> yeah. Eventually, yeah. the stench is going to outpower the citronella. <laughs> well, the uh, on a similar basis, there's uh, I came across permethrin. It was uh, when we were, when I was down, uh, down south of the border uh, over last winter, I uh, was at one of these outdoor stores and I came across permethrin. Right. And uh, permethrin is known for its uh, anti-mosquito properties. And what I did is in the spring, I got all my uh, camping clothes ready and I sprayed everything down. And you're supposed to spray them fully lead dry because you can't let the liquid permethrin touch you at all. Right. So you, I sprayed my, my hats, socks, shirt, pants, everything, right? Let it all dry. And it's supposed to retain the anti-mosquito quality for a period of time they say like 12 washings or 20 washings depending on use i i I use heavily so i'm in the rain i'm in the water so i i i'm pretty sure it lost all its ability very quickly but uh yeah i uh 
on the the few spring trips that I did, it was uh, I found it did really well. I didn't have to use a lot of uh, mosquito repellent that I normally would use, right? Isn't permethrin also good for ticks? Yes, it's good for ticks and whatever, so it it, it uh, wards off ticks. That's why I put it on the socks. Yeah, and uh, they say you can put it on your dog, but they say you have to make sure that it dries before the dog grooms himself. Once it's dry, it's inert as a toxin to humans yeah, and dogs. Yeah, I wouldn't put it on my yeah, dog. Yeah, like I've heard people that do do it and yeah. when I was researching it, but it's like, well, what are you going to do? Put a cone on your dog so he can't lick himself until uh, it it's dries dry. on yeah. his fur? I, something like yeah. that, I would just be looking at it and going, yeah, yeah. no. No, just, just no. watch for ticks. Just yeah. keep an eye out for ticks. Yeah. Um, yeah, so this will definitely be something to keep an eye out for the future. Mm-hmm. This is a, a citronella shirt, and I'm sure they'll charge a good price for it too. Oh, absolutely. You know. Yeah, keep the mosquitoes away. Be a yeah. Premium. Yeah, $150 for this shirt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I'll go spend $8 Just on a it. can of. Yeah. <laughs> I can do that now. Hey, look at my socks. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> You've been tripping for a week, same underwear? Yay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're good for 4 days. Yeah, inside, front back, outside, outside out, front yeah. back. Yeah. Yeah, you get 4 days out of each pair. Yeah. Going for a week, you need three pair, just in case. <laughs> uh, what else do we got here? Um, I want to talk about gear weight. Yes. I am a chronic, well, I'm not as bad as I was. Yeah. I was a chronic gear packer. An overpacker. An overpacker. Boy yep. Scouts ruined me with their be prepared mantra. Yeah. Uh, way back to, you know, be prepared, make sure you got mm-hmm. everything. Well, you know, I think a lot of people like this, I think it really takes, you really have to be disciplined to, uh, either disciplined or in some cases dumb because, you know, well, you only need one pair of pants. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's, some people just don't bring and then you go camping with that person. It's like you're loaning them a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> well, yeah, you, you, yeah, you, yeah, there's two ways you're either going way too much or way too little, yeah. but there's, there are those that do the minimalist they do the minimalist right? and they have it really, uh, they, they have it uh, dialed in. They know yeah. exactly how much gear to bring. And those people always impress me because they have everything they need, but it's a small light pack. It's like, how do you do that? Yeah. I've, I generally, well, I get not generally, I used to be a barrel pack and like my camera bag. My, and no, no, mind you, I have, yeah. you know, camera gear that I yeah. take, um, and a chair sort of thing. So yeah, and there was times I would be doing, depending on the portage, yeah, I'd be like a triple trip. Yeah, yeah. And it was just like you know, I I gotta I gotta stop this. I, it's it's too much. Yeah. You My know? first few trips were like that before I learned discipline and learned. You quickly start to learn after the first few times you go. It's like, well, I never use this item. <laughs> I gotta yeah. stop bringing it. Well, and that's the whole whole thing is you make your lists. Yeah. And say this is everything that's I've, I'm taking. Mm-hmm. And then after your trip, you tick off the stuff that you never actually used. So the next time you pack, pack you well, I didn't use that the last couple yeah. of times, so I'm mm-hmm. not packing that. I'm not. Pack- and then eventually your gear list yeah. dwindles down. Uh, again, I'm one of those people that need to stop thinking about the what if I need or just in case. I know, items. I know. You know I do that. Like I bring swim goggles with me every time I go. 
Really? Just a little small swim goggles. Squim goggles. Squim bobbles? <laughs> but that's, you know, I always think if I drop something in the lake, I want to be able to dive down to get it type thing. I've seen the lake's gone. But I've never <laughs> used them. I've yeah. never used them. Yeah, there's all those, those. And I think for the most part, I've gotten over that mm-hmm. over the years. Um, my big thing is I am now down to maybe a pack and a half. Okay. Right. So I can put a, a pack on that's not full, full, full mm-hmm. and portage with the canoe on top yeah. and then come back for the second pack. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, in those cases I'll have like a fishing rod and my, my paddles. I won't, won't put my, cause I used to put the paddles, latch them into the, um, the canoe yeah. and portage them with the fur, with the canoe. Yeah. But if I'm coming back for one pack, then I might as well just carry the Ex- yeah, the paddles exactly. and that, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I my goal is to get down to one pack mm-hmm. so that I so can you need a really you need a three hundred liter pack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's bigger than my canoe. It takes two so I'm going back for the I second only canoe. I have one pack. <laughs> I got one pack but it fits in two canoes. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> that is, yeah, yeah, I never thought of that. <laughs> I had reached my goals faster than I thought. <laughs> I sewed together two 120 liter canoe packs. <laughs> Keep talking. I'm going shopping. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's certain things that, like I say, over the, over the, the last couple of years, I've really, well, that's more than the last couple. Mm-hmm. I've really started to narrow stuff down. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's stuff that I'm just like, I have never use this yes. and mm, out it goes. I've got in my storage room, I've got those big blue Tupperware tub things mm-hmm. that are filled with stuff I used to bring that I no longer bring. Yeah. You know? Um, and my, my goal is to keep narrowing stuff down because there's still stuff I bring that, uh, I, I really don't need to. Yes. One there, luxury there's, items. There's two big things that take up a lot of space in my pack: food, clothing. Mm-hmm. Those are the two big things. Well, what if I go swimming? I need my swim trunks. Yeah. And well, I guess I need gonna need a swim towel. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna and I'm gonna and I'm gonna and I, yeah, exactly. <sighs> just go nude. <laughs> <laughs> I just swim my underwear now. Yeah. Yeah. There's just certain things. Well, and now instead of bringing the big swim towel, yeah, I went out and got one of those small little towels that oh, okay. fold, yeah, yeah, yeah. fold out to the size of swim towel, yeah. but it's like super compact, really super yeah. compact and mm-hmm. they dry really well. And I got one of those. So, I mean, right there, you've cut the size of a big bath, like big swim towel down yeah. to this little tiny thing that's about the size of two packs of cigarettes mm-hmm. sort of thing, right? So, yeah, that's that's the sort of and, thing I'm going on right now. And so that, that's another way that I see a lot of people doing it. It's just, you know, I was resistant at first. Yeah, I've been tripping for like 30 years, and so I'm somewhat dialed in. I figured another 30 years I'll have it like right down to a T. <laughs> but, yeah, it's... Uh, it what ends can up... my kids carry? <laughs> <laughs> but it really comes down to... Uh, buying the right gear and it does get expensive and it's like yep. ah, i at first i was resistant it's like ah i don't want i'm not gonna waste my money on gore-tex well the first time you buy gore-tex you go ah oh, 
I've been really missing out all these years. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't have been so resistant. Well, and see, I used to not bring a thermarest. Oh, okay. I always slept on the ground. Oh. Always. And then one year, um, I went, I tripped over one of our cats going down the stairs yeah. in the middle of the night. And I couldn't walk for... Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I my back was sore for a couple of months. <laughs> and then every time I'd get cold in the back, all of a sudden we'd... Freeze up and you're just like, oh, and I was on a canoe trip and it got cold and I was sleeping on the ground. And the next day it was just brutal paddling out and Hmm. portaging. Like, why don't you get a thermarest? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what? (laughs) What, Thermarest. And they should, and they were showing me, yeah, this is what we sleep on. And I'm just, and they're saying, well, what are you sleeping on? And I'm saying the ground. Dude, you're like 40. You're sleeping on the ground? <laughs> yeah, you bunch of wussies. <laughs> so so that didn't help with my gear situation because that added it, to yeah, my gear. exactly. But um, that, yeah, I wouldn't go, I wouldn't sleep on the ground anymore. Yeah, it's, you know, it's like tough. You, yeah. It Even really with is. a thermarest, I have a trouble sleeping on the ground now. Yeah. And that's why I started to migrate towards uh, a, a hammock, a sleeping hammock. Yeah, and see, I can't do the hammock thing. No? No. Uh, I did the Hennessy hammock mm-hmm. and I kept trying to sit up. Oh. And you know, the, the, the top, there's the, the, the cord. wire cord yeah. that goes like the top of, top of it. Yeah. I ended up with a cut down my forehead <laughs> because it kept hammering my face into it in the middle of the night while trying to sit up. You weren't learning? Uh, too stupid <laughs> to learn. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I can't go that. So anyway, so food, I just got some list things here that yeah. food. Too much. And you know what I'm finding it is? The trail mix. Absolutely. I look at trail mix. Oh man, I'm going to, I'm going to eat trail mix on the, well, canoe in. I'm going to do it the beginning of the portage, the end of the portage. If I got the munchies around camp. So I got a liter and a half of trail mix. Yeah. You know, cause, and it's all in an Nalgene. Yeah. Right. Put it all in there because that way I can just grab the Nalgene and pour some out. It protects them from getting wet. Doesn't break open. Harder for raccoons to get into it. I have never finished that. So what I've done now is I've gone to the regular, is that one liter? Yeah. The one liter Nalgene and I fill it up and I'm not even finishing that. <laughs> and that's with two people. Yeah. I'm thinking, okay, so I don't eat as much trail mix as I seem and to think you, I you ate. You always think it's like, well, I, I got to bring extra snacks just yeah. in case, just in case, just in case. And then it's like, man, why do I always bring so much and I always have to yeah. bring so much home? Yep. Oh, you know what? If we're sitting around the fire, yeah, a bag of chips. Yeah. Yeah. Which you're just getting, hey, would you like a bag of crumbs? (laughs) And I'm starting to get to the the idea now that it's like, you know what? It doesn't hurt to lose a few pounds while you're out there. Like you're not, and the, when I get, the more active I get, I lose appetite. Yeah. I don't eat close to as much as I eat, which boggles my mind why I'm talking about how much food I bring. Yeah. Because I bring this food. And then I just carry it back out. Yeah. So I yeah. took my meals for a walk. <laughs> and then I brought them home and I put them back in the cupboard. I'm going on a canoe trip in two weeks. I'm going to take them for another walk. <laughs> I'll bring them home and put them back in the cupboard. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I bring all these snacks. And that's exactly, well, if we're windbound, you know, you're going to be sitting there reading on shore under the tarp. If it's a thunder lightning storm, you're not going to be out in the canoe. Have you ever read? Yes. See, I never get a chance to read. Yeah, I do. I do. That is one thing I will do. Yeah? Yeah, I'll sit in the hammock and read a book or sit in the chair by the fire and read a book or something. I always bring a magazine yeah. and a book. I bring a, a bring a big book that's yeah. that's good, yeah. Yeah, like a novel or something like that. Hmm. Magazine, I'm through. 
like that. I never find the time. I'm always too busy doing this, that, the other thing, setting some up, tearing something down. Yeah. Going well, you for got a little walk. kids too, right? Yeah, and they yeah. are tying when zooming. Yeah. I, I never brought a book when I was camping when the kids were small. Yeah. But now, we should, well, even Mackenzie, he gets into the um, uh, biographies. Romance novels? Yeah. Yeah, the romance novels <laughs> with like, uh, what's that guy with the long hair? <laughs> <laughs> no, he gets in the rock star biographies. Oh, okay. so he'll yeah, yeah, bring yeah. like, oh, uh, Keith Richards. So yeah. he'll pack that in his bag, and then cool. he'll sit there and he'll be reading about the Keith Richards biography mm-hmm. or something like yeah. that, right? Which is cool. Uh, but yeah, like there's all this food, and I'm sitting there thinking, you're sitting there reading, and maybe you have a couple handfuls of of trail mix. Maybe you have a granola bar. Yeah, and that's it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's my big thing. Is I am not bringing all that trail mix and stuff anymore. And I figure, you know what? I'm going to have a granola bar with my breakfast. I'll have a granola bar at lunch and I'll bring another one for later in the day. Maybe I'll have one at breakfast. Probably not. Yeah. I might have one to go with my trail mix. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Uh, so yeah, I think granola bars can just yeah, exactly. hit the yeah. bricks. Yeah. Um, it's all the little things that you think, okay, I'm going to need this. I'm going to need this. I'm going to need this. I got this for a meal, this for a meal, this for a meal, snacks and sitting around the fires and all. And actually, you know, you got this big bag of food, <laughs> right? That weighs 20 pounds. That weighs 20 pounds <laughs> and you're bringing at least 14 yeah. of it back. I need a leash for my snack bag because I'm taking it for a walk. That's my big thing <laughs> is the food. Yeah. Clothes. I'm getting better at paring down the clothes. Yeah. I was bad to begin with, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it was also, well, you know, I'll change my pants every two days. Yeah. Or my shorts every couple of days. And I got to have a new pair of underwear every day and a new pair of socks every day and a new t-shirt every day. Yeah. And, d- 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 you know, just like at home, you get changed every day. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, now, uh, ah, day four with these pants, I'm good. Yeah. You know, yeah. I changed my underwear way. every couple of days. Oh, yeah, no, I'm, I have a pair of socks that I wear inside my... Um, Solomon shoes now. Yeah. Right. So when I'm in the water and all that, it just prevents doing portage. It just, it prevents blisters and stuff like exactly, that. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, it prevents leeches from sticking to my feet. Um, and then I'll take those off and then I have a pair of camp shoes, which I tuck a small pair of socks into. Yeah. And it's just the ankle socks, not the, yeah, not yeah. regular high ones. Right. And I just put those on to wear inside my, I hate, that's my one thing. I can't wear shoes without socks, like mm-hmm. sneakers. Yeah. Like the water shoes I'll wear without socks, but the sneakers and that, I cannot like wear them. Yeah, oh, yeah. Just, yeah, something about that. Um, but I'll change those maybe once, twice a week. Oh, yeah. Maybe. Well, because the water shoes, which I wear 90% of the time, yeah, they're always getting washed because mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm into the canoe, I'm in the water. Because I'm one of those people that, you know what, you get out of your canoe before it rams up on shore. Yeah. Sort of thing, right? When it's Unless it's not possible sort of thing. Sweaters. Well, if it's going to, they're talking about rain, so it's probably going yeah, to be cool. Cold. Yeah, so gotta, you yeah. better bring an extra sweater. And mm-hmm. then, and that's not so much weight as it is bulk. bulk. Exactly. Right? It, it's yeah. the, that's the bulk 
thing right and, there. And that's again where the money thing comes in. You start buying higher, like uh, merino wool or yeah. something, right? So yeah. it's thinner. It's it's just as warm as a, something that's thicker. You know, you you get yourself a um, a really decent down jacket that will crush down into the size of a hardball, and it's 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 where unfortunately where you have to start investing in weight loss. Yeah, yeah. When right? you want to start getting down to a certain weight and a certain Some amount of like size of size packing capacity, that capacity yeah you, you really start yeah. like i mean i have i just mckenzie's off to a, a music festival down in ohio and i gave him my old sleeping bag which is huge it's warm 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 but it's huge yeah i invested in a new sleeping bag which is like a quarter of the size yeah and just as warm Okay. Right? It, it just compresses right down to the size, smaller than a basketball, mm-hmm. this thing. And maybe the size of a volleyball, maybe even a bit smaller than a volleyball. Okay. It compresses down. Yeah. My other one was the size of four logs, <laughs> like four fire logs <laughs> sort of thing put together. Maybe the size of three basketballs. Yeah. That was my old, old, old Massive. one that I used to have. It was huge. Yeah. And that that's the first thing that goes into the pack, right? Right yeah. at the bottom sort of thing. And you're just like, wow. That's taking up a lot of space. It, it really is, yeah. right? Uh, but yeah, the, the sweaters, hoodies, got to have your rain jacket. You got to yeah. have some extra clothes in case it gets cold. And like I say, my big thing now is I don't need a change of clothes for every day. And that right there. That huge. saves a lot. So yeah. I've I used to have I, I would have my paddling pair of pants. I'd have a the in case I got those wet, I needed a second pair of pants for around camp. Then I yep. had a like a pair of sweatpants to sleep in. Then I had a a pair of shorts to swim in. Then a pair of shorts to wear around. And now what I do is I have uh, two pair of pants and the like one pair that I can get wet during the day. Yep. The other pair I wear at camp and I wear to bed. You know what I mean? So I just, I just, I don't even bring shorts anymore. I'll bring a pair of shorts just in case. Um, well, I just swim in my, in my boxers, right? Oh no. Yeah. No, I'll like, if I'm just wandering around camp or yeah. something's hot, I yeah. put on a pair of shorts. Oh, okay. Mind you, I have quick dry pants, which I usually wear, mm-hmm. you know, um, that I can zip off the legs. Yeah. And that's what I use for, which I is, have the zip off ones. Yeah. So, so those are great for yeah. portaging and, yeah. and that. And like I say, I burn like fast. Mm-hmm. So that's perfect. So ever since I started wearing those even, yeah. like I'm not getting, I, I mean, I look like a vampire, but <laughs> at least I'm not yeah. burnt to a crisp and blisters yeah. and all that sort because that's how fast I burn. Yeah. And um, yeah, you know, I just doing things like that has, has huge, uh, saved a lot of mm-hmm. um, space and, and weight yeah. in, in the pack. Fishing gear. <laughs> Back in the day when you used to bring your whole fish and tackle box. Yes. Yeah. And you brought your spin rod and you bought your fly rod and you yeah. bought a net and you brought worms and. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I used to bring in a fishing net. It's like, a, it's so. I do because of when I'm going, like if I'm with Tracy or yeah. the kids or something, like the when they're up front and I've got to get that fish in the boat. Yeah. It's easier just to scoop it up with the net and then pull it back towards you mm-hmm. rather than trying to lean forward and, and all that sort of stuff. But, and also when you put your little tackle box, which is now not a tackle box anymore. It's just this little tackle Tupperware, tiny cigarette package size thing, thing, right? Um, that goes in, the worms go in, a couple of the little thingies go in and you can carry that. Exactly. Right. Well, actually what I do is sort of twist it kind of funny. So stuff stays in and I got two beaners on my big pack and 
Okay. Lock yeah. that on. And then, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's I carry it right side. on the pack, right? Yeah. On the portages. So it, that works out. I don't, I'll bring my spin rod. I don't really bring my fly rod anymore. Um, so I'll just bring one, one uh, fishing rod. So that's really, yeah, you saved, that's yeah, really saved down. It's one of those luxury items too. It's like, well, you want to fish, but yeah. how much crap do you got to bring? Yeah. So now it'll be just a fishing rod. Yeah. And depending, I mean, a lot of times you're going for, for trout or bass. Yeah. So I got this little, um, tackle yeah. plastic thing mm-hmm. and it'll actually fit in the pocket on my, uh, life jacket. Yeah. Right. So boom, that goes into there. I can lash the fishing rod with the paddles to the canoe. Yeah. And there you go. <laughs> you're not carrying couple of, of, of rods. You're not carrying a net. You're not carrying a tackle box. Yeah. It's boom, boom, two things. And it's all taken care of. <laughs> on, on the Spanish river trip. I, and we, it was what last podcast we talked about that trip. Yeah. So I said, Martin lost his fishing rod anyways. So for the rest of the trip, he just had a, he had a, uh, a length of fishing line and a lure mm-hmm. and he just got himself a stick. Yeah. And then. So the he, old Mark his, Twain, Huckleberry <laughs> Finn way to fish, right? Yeah. It was very compact. You yeah. just had a, some line and a, and a lure. That's it. It works. It worked. I hope it worked. Yeah. <laughs> chairs see that's one of those luxury items i'm not willing to give up now i have evolved in my chair evolution yeah uh i used to take the big you know the big ones that you take to somebody's barbecue they fit in the bag i've never taken those i've taken the tripod ones okay well i used to take those big ones because my theory is well if i'm having to go back for my barrel anyway this lashes right to the top yeah so it's going right across the top of the barrel. Mm-hmm. Okay, I might as well bring it because that way I'm out there. Yeah. I've got two arms and a um, a back yeah. on my chair that I can nice sit and cozy comfortably. And right? There you go. And then for the longest time, it was like you know what? I'm not bringing that. I got these orange flotation cushions. Yes. That are supposed to act like yeah. uh, life jackets, sort of thing, right? Not life jackets, but flotation devices. And I would just bring one of those. They strap right to the bottom of seat of the seat. On the canoe, yeah. On the canoe. So it's out of sight, out of yeah. mind if you don't need it. And then I'll take that off. I'll throw it in the campsite there. And when I'm sitting around, I'll just sit on that. Sit on that, leaning against rock or tree or yeah. log. And, and I'm good. drunk, yeah. But then now with the Helinox style chairs. Those are a godsend. <laughs> I just, I got, I got a couple of those. Yeah. And, you know, well, if it's just me, I just take yeah. the one. But yeah, that just fits right in the pack, like in a little spot. They're I so resisted small. those Heliox chairs for so many years. I, I just laughed at people. I can't believe you spent one hundred and ten dollars yeah. on that chair. Ha ha ha! And then uh, one of the trips, one of the guys at work, he brought he had two of those chairs, so he brought one for me. And uh, I sat on it a few times, used it throughout the whole trip, and it's like I I can't get one of these. The only bad thing is those is you've got to have a flat level spot yes because there's times where you'll sit down okay this is great you sit down and then all of a sudden you start sinking you start, in the ground start start leaning to the left yeah. or something right <laughs> yeah. and you're like oh man then you got to move yeah, it you and, need solid uh, ground yeah but yeah you know I, I got one of those now and i just throw that in the pack and it, oh so much easier so yeah. much lighter easy to put up easy to take down fits in a little little bag with a zipper yeah. they're so nice yeah so that was sort of my I got rid of the big chair, but I'm not sitting on a, a flotation device on the ground anymore. 
yeah sort of thing right or so one that of those makes stupid things stupid tripod chairs yeah uh, so that 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 makes that sort of a that makes things easier rope that used to be my biggie have a, a rope bag and it was all types of rope in yeah. it and rope that I would unless I'm I'm like shooting a deer and hanging them and gutting them yeah well, <laughs> <laughs> when am I going to use yeah. that? Why? Why do I have that rope? Yeah. You know? Oh my God, it's Sasquatch. Go get me my rope. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like, I will never use that rope. I don't think I ever did. I don't know why I brought it. It was just in case. Yeah. You know? Like, so yeah, I don't bring all that. And, and now you get the paracord. And all that's so strong. And so, yeah, exactly. I've got this stu- this string stuff mm-hmm. that, like, I can't. It, it takes me a while sometimes to cut it if my white if my knife's okay, not yeah, sharp yeah. enough. Yeah. But I've never been able to break it. Yeah, ever. Uh, when we were up in Woodland Caribou, uh, we broke a. Was, sorry, no, no. When we were we were doing the ten day trip through Algonquin, we broke one of the seats on the canoe. Oh, okay. One, it just broke alongside. So we got a stick, carved it down, put it against. And then we wrapped a whole bunch of this string around yeah. and it did us for another eight days. Mm-hmm. It was like beautiful. It didn't break. It was strong. I've used it to lash tarps, to tie tarps to trees and yeah. stuff like that. And it collapses into like, you know, like a, a little spool. Yeah. It's perfect. And you've got this bag of rope that's now out the window. You don't need it. I found, I found it at Canadian Tire that it's a spool or just a, one of those flats of, uh, of cord and this I don't even know what it's called, but it's just cheap. You buy it. it's like a Coglins type rope. Oh yeah, and it's got, it looks like a shoelace. So it's got an outer woven casing and then an inner filament. Right, and it's super light, and it's super soft but super strong. Yeah, and so I just I it's cheap. It costs five bucks for like a hundred meters, and uh, every I just cut it at will tie a knot the knots go really tiny on it so you just wrap it back up again so it'll uh, one spool of this will last the entire season and by the end of the season it's all dirty with like you know yeah. 30 knots in it but it's all still the full length and i just keep using the same thing it's so strong it's I mean, this stuff is amazing and they're like five six bucks yeah and so yeah. like i i've used it to re- like you said you broke the seat uh, so one of the uh, aluminum l brackets for the canoe seat snapped and so I just bent it into a hook and then used the rope and tied it to the seat. So the seat's roped into that hook now. And it was, it's, per, which reminds me, I, I got to fix that before next year. <laughs> <laughs> it's still just tied up. Hey, it's a perfect time to do it right now. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> before you put it away for the season. Um, uh, the kitchen. Pots, pans, stove. Yeah, it's... Plates, it, bowls, There's an investment cups. there. I've gone through so many iterations of pots trying to find something lighter that still works, that doesn't crush up by accident. And it, it's so tough, right? You want, And it, it, for a while there, I was on a kick. I was trying to avoid aluminum because they, oh, aluminum causes Alzheimer's disease. Yeah. But now that I don't even know if that's true, but it's, uh, I've gone through Teflon and, you know, stainless steel. It's trying to it, find yeah. something that doesn't have a lot of bulk. That uh, doesn't have a lot of weight. It's it that that's a the pot thing is is I've never found the ideal thing. But what's usually good is the pots can hold stuff. That's where I put my cook stove inside the yeah. pots. And that's that's what I got now. Nesting inside. sets. Yeah, yeah. My thing is is do you need 
everything that is there. Like the nesting set has like three pots, a couple of yeah. frying pans, yeah. that sort of stuff. So what I do is I need one pot to cook in yeah. and a frying pan. Mm-hmm. I need one pot for water to boil. Yeah. The coffee I pot, have, the supper pot. Yeah, yeah. I have a collapsible dish um, bucket to do dishes. But I was thinking, okay, well, I'm just going to bring one because I can boil water in that. Mm-hmm. And then one night I use that to make dinner and I'm thinking, well, that was dumb. <laughs> I just made dinner in my water pot, which doubles as my dinner pot, yeah. which is... I need two pots. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? Yeah. But then you're sitting there going, well, I brought plates, like a plate to eat off of and a bowl to eat off of. Yeah. Yet one of these small frying pan things that's in the nested, that acts as a plate or- Exactly. So you got to start thinking about, well, do I need all of this or can I just double Mul- use? Multi-purpose. Yeah. Um, fork, knife, spoon. Um, you can- Eat oatmeal with a fork. Trust me, I found that one out. I don't know why I didn't put a spoon I've discovered in. you can eat oatmeal with a knife. Oh. <laughs> I'll see your no spoon and raise you with no fork. Yes. And then I carved a spoon. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, yeah, that's, that's my big thing is what do I need to bring, but what can I leave at home? Like, okay, I need a fork to eat with. Yep. If I'm with other people, I'm not going to eat with that fork while stirring exactly. dinner with that fork. So, yeah, other people's that's food. just, you know, kind of gross. Um, so, yeah, if I'm with other people, then I need a, a stir spoon yeah. as well as the one I'm going to eat with sort of thing. I have a metal mug, which I use for juice, uh, alcohol, coffee, Everything. whatever. I have one thing to drink yeah. out of. And... I do have a spatula, which I never bring. I got a small pair of tongs from the oh, dollar okay, store yeah. that are maybe six inches long. Yeah. I use them for everything. I yeah. use them to stir. I use them to flip stuff. Move fire logs. Yeah, <laughs> I, I could. Uh, my reflector oven, my stove, my fire grate, which I bring. Um, my stove, I graduated from the screw-on propane, green propane tank ones, one burners. Yeah. To would uh, an MSR Dragonfly with the fuel bottle on the side to pump up and oh, that okay, sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah. I know that's going to last me four or five days easy. Mm-hmm. I still bring a second fuel bottle. Yeah. I don't need the second I do the fuel bottle. Thing. I always never open the second fuel bottle. No. I, I top up the, the one bottle. I top up the second bottle. And then as the week goes on, I top up the first bottle with whatever's in the second bottle. Yeah. <laughs> like, why? Yeah. You don't need to. Yeah. You know, and yeah, I, I always come out with extra, like all that fuel, I I, I didn't need it. Mm-hmm. So, and especially in the summer, like if you're cooking over the fire. Yeah, you're saving a lot of fuel. You there. don't need, yeah. all I'm doing with that stove is maybe heating up rice or water or something like that, right? Yeah. Um. That's one of the things I need to get out of the habit of bringing that second fuel bottle because mm-hmm. I've never in all the years, I probably had that stove 10 years yeah. now. I've never once needed that second fuel bottle. Yeah. Uh, sorry, yeah. I, I, I we did our three-week trip in, yeah. in Woodland Caribou, but on a regular like week trip or something like that, I've never yeah. needed. And you can always use open fire as a backup. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And Nalgene bottles. 
I've got one for my water, which is with me all the time. Yeah. Um, I'll have one, if I'm doing a lot of dehydrated stuff that I've made, uh, I put the dehydrated food in there and then add the hot water. Yeah. And that's where I rehydrate my mm-hmm. food. I have one for the, uh, trail mix. Sometimes I'll bring a separate one if I'm with people for orange juice. Like I do the, oh, okay, the, yeah, the yeah. tang. So yeah. if we're doing tang for breakfast or we're doing like vodka and orange juice. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good because we're yeah. fancy. Uh, we're doing mimosas or whatever. Yeah. You know? Um, you know, so I got that and it's like, you know what? I bring way too many Nalgene bottles. <laughs> good thing is that at least three of them are usually empty when I'm carrying them. Yeah. So it's just bulk, right? It's yeah. bulk inside my, but realistically, if I'm making, I can just make the orange juice in my water, my water one. You know what? You don't like my germs and I guess you're just drinking straight vodka, whatever. <laughs> the trail mix, we always talk, already talked about that. I can just start bringing that in the bag. Yeah. I'm leaving that Nalgene at home. And then when it's empty, you don't have this empty Nalgene bottle that you're trucking yeah. around. Yeah. And then the trail mix, or the, the, uh, the one for rehydrating. I'll definitely need to still bring that one if I'm bringing my own homemade rehydrated stuff. So some of my gear has gotten smaller over the time. Like I say, the sleeping bag and the tent, there are two of them. I don't have the big, when I first started, you know, you had this big like six man tent you'd be hauling with your buddies. Everybody (laughs) can sleep in one and and whatnot. (laughs) Now it's like, well, some days I have my, um, my Spitfire, Eureka Spitfire solo. And it fits like me and only me. And there's a half foot on each side of me, half foot t- f- by my feet, half foot above my head. It's just I can, tight enough. I can sit up in it and mm-hmm. roll out. Yeah. You know, sort of thing. Uh, and other days, I, well, if I'm with somebody, I bring in the Limelight 3 person, yeah. the Marmot there. Um, that's, that's a bit bigger, but it's not as big as other ones that I've had. Mm-hmm. You know, like the uh, ones from Crappy Tire and stuff like that. Yeah. Like you say, you graduate over time. Right? Exactly, yeah. Sleeping bag's gotten a lot smaller. Camera gear, I don't bring, I don't need every single lens. If I know I'm not going to be going waterfalls or doing star shots, I don't need to bring my tripod. I don't need to bring the accessories to do, you know, uh, ex- timed exposures and yep. all that sort of stuff. So there's days where I'll have a camera. With one lens on some trips. Yeah. Because I know that's all I'm going to need. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing any cl- close-up stuff or anything like that. Yeah, I mean, you got to know where you're going, what you're going to be seeing. And maybe I'll bring like a 50 miller or something yeah. extra. But other than that. So I've gone from two big packs and a bunch of stuff to carry to about a pack and a half now. And I'm hoping over the course of this next year, before next season starts yeah i'll be down to one pack the canoe paddles and fishing gear yeah pared down lean mean portaging machine and then i'm gonna go and sit in the middle of the of the camp campsite going oh i knew i was gonna need (laughs) (laughs) but i mean even right now the one thing that the big debate going on is do you hang your food and you know it's a I, huge debate this year. It seems yeah. to have just broken. Well, I've got the rope plus the the pulley, right? So you throw the rope with the pulley over, yeah. with the other rope through it with the with the beaner on the end that you hook your food, yeah. Because that way you're not 
mm-hmm. you know, rubbing this rope up and down a tree exactly, so you're yeah. not killing a tree. Yeah. Doodly, do. And it's easier and yada, yada. But I mean, that takes up weight and space. It does. Yeah. Right? So, and, and I found the debate pretty interesting. It was, there are a lot of people made some really good points. I, uh, in the last few years, I've tended to uh, just use a bear barrel tie it to a tree and hang a bear bell off it so I'll hear something messing with yeah. the barrel so you can chase it off. But yeah, it's I've, I remember in the past, you know, the struggle, it's like on the first two or three days, it's like, huh, how am I going to get this 80 pounds of food up that tree type yeah. thing, right? I've been on some sites where I'm just looking and I'm looking, I spend a good around. 45 minutes looking for, yeah. for a decent tree. Yeah. And all I've done is throw my thing up there, give it a couple of yanks and break the branch because <laughs> yeah. there's just yeah. nothing yeah. that will hold that weight. Yeah. I'm getting away from hanging food. I, I think a lot it's, of people are starting to. The thing is to keep a clean campsite. Yeah. Don't leave any food items out. And you know what I mean? Like it's, it's just to be protective of that. And I always, I always laugh at people. It's like, well, don't make sure you don't even bring your, don't bring stuff inside the tent. Don't even bring your toothbrush inside your tent. And it's like, well, why? Well, you don't want the smell of food in your tent. Well, you know what? What smells like food? I smell like food. So, (laughs) you know what I mean? I'm sleeping outside the tent, honey. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm not so... So crazy about stuff like that anymore. I just make sure that, uh, you know, the, the biggest thing is, uh, like make sure that there's stuff protected. And the key thing I think is mice, mm-hmm. like mice and raccoons, you know, like you're going to, like a bear barrel is going to protect everything else, but like, don't leave a granola bar in the pocket of your life jacket. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, so that the, you don't want mice chewing a hole through your life jacket, it's stuff like that. Just being being food smart around camp and keeping a clean camp. Yeah. We were on Bice Lake and one of the guys decided he was going to sleep out beside the fire because it was yeah. a really nice night. Mm-hmm. So he's going to, in the middle of the night where he, we just hear him start swearing. Yeah. What's the deal? He had mice running in the sleeping bag <laughs> into his pockets because he had cookies or something in yeah. there and we're running out with chunks of cookies. Wow. And we're like, wow, dude. <laughs> Good thing bears aren't yeah. <laughs> hanging around. So that's awesome. Anyway, so if you have any uh, ideas on how yeah. how you get down, any how tips, to cut weight? Yeah, cut weight and cut cut bulk. I've heard stuff like uh, uh, there's people I know that uh, they cut their toothbrush in half. Yeah, and it's like, well, I'm not going to be that drastic, but maybe if you're on a hiking trip doing the Adirondacks or whatever, then you can. But in a canoe, it's like my canoe is going to carry the weight most of the time, mm-hmm. so I'm not going to cut my toothbrush in half to save like that half an ounce. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm talking more like bulk. <laughs> yeah, it's stuff. The bulky stuff. It's yeah, yeah, and, and like five Nalgene models, yeah. <laughs> eight sweaters, and thirteen pairs of underwear. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's one of those things. It's uh, it, in it, it. I remark about it every time I go on a trip. So I've got a bear barrel for all the food, and then I've got the canoe pack with all the tent gear, clothes, and stuff like that. And, uh, I'm always happy when somebody says, okay, uh, I'll, I'll take the, the, the gear pack and you take the food pack. And I'm thinking, 
good hope it's like that the whole trip because by the end of the trip i've got a really light pack <laughs> because that other pack is not changing <laughs> oh yeah neither is my food pack <laughs> it's 80 pounds when we started at 75 when we're done why ain't i eating food <laughs> <laughs> and i've lost 18 pounds yes <laughs> oh man so yeah if you have any tips uh, drop us a line go to facebook or whatever and uh, drop us a line on on what tips that you have to Reduce exactly. bulk and yeah. go from get me down that last half a pack. I know, like there's there's I've I've got to look at sleeping bags. I've got to look at I've got to look at stuff ways yeah. to cut the bulk. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and I think that's it. You got anything else? I've got nothing to add. I got nothing. <laughs> well, if you want to find out more about us, you can find us at paddlingadventuresradio.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Hopefully soon you'll find us again on iTunes and hopefully you'll find us on iHeartRadio as well. You can find us on Spotify, Google Play, Player FM, and all your favorite podcast downloading sites. You can also find us on the episode page at paddlingadventuresradio.com. You can stream or download from there. And again, we're still accepting uh, guest blogs. We're going to have a couple of new ones up in the coming weeks. It's just been kind of hectic. I've kind of... uh, Drop that by the wayside for a little bit here. But uh, yeah, we got a couple of really good ones coming up and people are always asking questions. So if you got an idea to do a guest blog, drop us a line and uh, give us your idea. We'll probably tell you yes anyway. <laughs> we'll take <laughs> and we'll go from there. <laughs> so I want to thank everybody for listening this week. I'm Sean Rowley. And I'm Derek Specht. We'll see you next time.